Adrian Jones is the founder of Profound Awesomeness. He is the host of the Profound Awesomeness podcast. He is a heart attack survivor, and he is back on Lifeblood. <laughs> Welcome back, Adrian. Hey, George, it's so great to be back. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm super excited about our conversation this morning. Yeah, excited to dig back into everything. Refresh my memory. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, well, as you just kicked off our conversation. I am a heart attack survivor. Um, I was, uh, I live here in Northern California and I was commuting in and out of the city, working in corporate America, doing the thing, uh, the thing being just working in a, in a corporate job in financial services for years and years of uh, technically decades. And in October of 2016, I suffered a widowmaker heart attack. And George, to be perfectly honest, life as I knew it changed forever. And, and as I like to say, Adrian 2.0 was created. And what became abundantly clear to me, in fact, I when I got out of the hospital and I laid in, in my bed on leave from work, I would stare at the ceiling and wonder why I survived. Like, why me? Why did I survive a really serious Widowmaker heart attack? And the answer that the universe gave me was really compelling and super powerful. And it was use your story to help and inspire people. And at the time, I had no idea how to manifest that. Like, okay, whatever that means, I love it. I will answer this calling. I will figure it out. And so I got off leave and was uh, able to go back to work. And I went back to work in corporate America. But I knew I had a new calling in life. And it was different than climbing the corporate ladder. And so I started to blog under a pseudonym about all things heart attack related. I'm an adoptee now in reunion. So I blogged about adoptee advocacy and, and what it's like to be an adoptee. I got more comfortable with that. I started to pen things under my own name. I started to write art articles that were published. I uh, did public talks for the American Heart Association. To your point, I launched a podcast called Profound Awesomeness in 2021, but I knew it wasn't enough for me. And so I was still in corporate America doing all the things that go with it. And I wasn't answering this calling adequately enough for me. And so ultimately what I decided to do earlier this year was to drop out of corporate America and start a new business to um, help and inspire people. And so I am now <laughs> without a W-2, I'm a full-blown entrepreneur and we have soft launched this business uh, with the hopes that we can uh, provide hope and inspiration for folks. Well, congratulations. How does it, how does it feel? Oh, it feels amazing. You know, it's, it's, it's very antithetical for me and my hardwiring and how I was raised and just the norms in which I grew up that I would have a job and march forward with a job and always have a plan about earning money and what that's going to look like to, you know, provide for the family. And, and oh, by the way, I'm old enough to have two kids in college. So to walk away from all of that, on paper, it, it it's almost lunacy. Like you have two kids in college and all these financial obligations and you're just going to go for it. And yeah, quite frankly, that's exactly what I'm doing. I am, I like to say I'm doing a trust fall with the universe, but in my core, in my heart, I know what I'm doing is the right thing for me and for the people that we can impact with the, our new business. And I feel truly centered in what I'm doing. I've never slept better. I've never felt more at ease. I have no known symptoms of great anxiety. 
about where's the next paycheck coming from and all these things. I just feel in my core that I've answered this calling that I had back in, in 2016 and, and laying in bed trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do with the second act in my life. So it feels amazing, I guess, is the bottom line. Good, 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 good. So it's probably been almost six months since we spoke and trying and trying to figure out how you're going to actually manifest the ability to help and inspire people. So how is it, how is it taking shape? Yeah. Well, uh, late spring, um, when I ventured into the great unknown here, I, I actually partnered up with someone I went to undergrad with who has a master's of applied positive psychology from the university of Pennsylvania, which is a very preeminent, uh, program. Um, led by uh, Professor Martin Seligman. And we got together and we figured out what could we do? We've got this podcast, or I had this podcast called Profound Awesomeness. Maybe we could combine forces and tell stories, in inspirational stories that people could watch on video or listen to in the podcast format that would, would help them get through whatever they're going through. And, and we took a swing at that, but it didn't quite feel right. And so we, we uh, mid-summer, probably right about the time we talked, George, we were just starting to pivot in a new direction. And so what we've landed on is creating a community-based business for Gen Xers, specifically tar targeting the Gen X community, where they can grow together, create their what's next, and ultimately get more out of life. And so that's what we've built. And we're really, really hard building this business around two really fundamental and important things. Um, one is around community and the other is around play. And play, I want to be very clear about. It's not, yeah, we're going to, as a group, go down to Vegas and go to a clubbing and get bottle service and stay up until sunrise and all that kind of stuff. That's not what we really mean by play. There are three elements of play we're super excited about bringing into our solution for people. One is about fun. One is about creativity. And the other and the third is about exploration. And we want to bring that into this a personal growth, personal transformation type environment. Um, and so with community and play as the key tenants for what we're building, we're going to offer curated trips and experiences where we uh, work with travel partners to send our members around the country, around the world to do interesting things together, but there'll be more intentional travel. So you would go with um, one of our coaches who would go, if our trip is to go fly fishing in Jackson Hole, for example, uh, we would send one of our coaches who could help bring a level of intentionality to the conversations after you're done fly fishing and sitting around the campfire. We could lead a really interesting conversation that's pertinent to that cohort, that travel cohort of people. Um, and then, so that's trips and experiences. And then the other bucket is around navigating change. And so we are going to offer a place where people can convene as cohorts and work with coaches in cohorts to navigate a, an interesting change in their lives. And when you get into your fifties, you sort of become the sandwich generation, right? And a lot really happens. Uh, you, if you have children, you probably may becoming an empty nester or become one. Uh, potentially you lose a spouse to death or divorce. Your parents might be sick, aging or dying. You might've suddenly lost your job unexpectedly at 55 after 30 years in the same firm or, or same industry and on and on and on. And we wanna create cohorts where you can join and be a part of other like-minded people going through something similar. You know, my case after, as a heart attack survivor, I was 
looking all around for a community of heart attack survivors that I could connect with, like to go through like this, the, the mental recovery process as much as the physical recovery process. And I couldn't find it. So we want to offer that uh, as, as this navigating change bucket. And then the third bucket is around reimagining work. And um, quite, and, and we're super excited to say we have actually launched this business line, and we have people coming on board who are going to join this program, um, which will be a 13-week program where you work again, we're community-based, where you work in a, a small cluster of people or cohort of people uh, that will be led by a very, very experienced, talented uh, career advisor and coach uh, to help you uh, assess, look at, and move around and define your limiting beliefs and create a better path forward for you in your work or your calling, however you see it. And we think that going through that process with people, you get the benefit of accountability group, an idea factory, you tap into their networks as you go through this together. And you just have people you can relate to. Like finding work at, at this age group can be a lonely process. And we want to take the lonely out of that process. And so we think creating something where you can go through this as a cohort or community would be really uh, important. So yeah, so that's the that's the premise of our business. And um, as we kick into the new year, uh, we'll have a, a lot more happening <laughs> and we'll get louder. We're scrappy. We're small. Um, we're just starting out, but we'll be in all the, the places of social media and, and other things, uh, getting our message out and hopefully being in a place where we can really help people create a really compelling and exciting what's next in their lives for Gen Xers. Well, I love it. I think it sounds great. I, I'm sure it wasn't easy to refine a world of ideas down to um, the community and play, but specifically play navigating change and reimagining work. Yeah, it, it, it took longer than, than we would have thought, or I would have liked, but <laughs> at the same time, um, you know, I've got bills to pay. So it was like, all right, let's go people. Um, but ultimately, as they say, Rome was not built in a day. Yeah. And to wade into the space that is, that's big and vast in the personal transformation, personal growth category or space. It's big and it's there's a lot going on. And we had to really look at it. And when we looked at it, there are a few models that are out there. And what we didn't see is this whole element of community. So when I say a few models, there's the there's the self-service model. Like, oh, I'm gonna read some books. I will listen to certain podcasts. I'll watch YouTube videos, some TED Talks, what have you. Maybe go to yoga or do some meditation and go on a self-guided uh, transformation journey. That's that's fine and good. Another model is you work one-to-one. -one. So maybe you hire a therapist or a coach or both uh, to help you navigate through um, some challenges in your life. Another model is a more institute-based, cognitive-based uh, experience where you go to a week-long retreat uh, and there's some very well-known players in the space that do great work. Um, we do very intensive work for five days. You know, you 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 get there, you hand over your, your your cell phone and all those things, and you're just locked in to really doing, as I like to say, pull your guts out and put them on an operating table and examine them, and then stitch yourself all back up together like like Humpty Dumpty. But what we didn't see is this: like, how about going through all this together? And we we believe that the answer for our growth is is within each of us. And we, is our, is our business, are providing coaches slash guides to help people on that journey. But you're doing it with like-minded people who get it, who can relate to where you're at and meet you where you're at. And we think that's a missing element in a service model that we want to make available to people. I think that that makes a lot of sense. I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, it's funny that uh, 
things usually take longer than than uh, we oh, like. Yeah. It's closer than you think, but it, it, it takes a little longer than uh, than 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 we want. Um, it's interesting. Uh, I know just from my experience with with my wife, we went through um, we went through fertility stuff, having our kids, and she found all these wonderful communities. On online that she was able to connect, and I have been able to find my community um, here locally and then nationally in, in different places. Do you find that that is it going to be men and women? Are you going to break it out? How how how, how have you thought about that? Yeah, that's a phenomenal and really important question. I'm so glad you asked it. As we were designing this, we were looking at is this men only because my co-founder and I are men and. Uh, Men, I think, are underserved in many ways in this space. Or do we go multi-gender, co, uh, dual gender, however you want to look at it? And we opted for the latter. And so it's uh, not just men only. It's it's all gender. And we feel like that's just the best way we could we could have impact. And then as we design things, as we go, you know, we I can very much foresee us having groups like you know, um, fertility groups for women or uh, whatever for men and uh, newly divorced men, like we could create a cohort for them and, and maybe they take a trip someplace and they go on a, a trip to San Miguel de Allende in Mexico, this great artist community down there and, and try their hand at pottery and sort of build these really important supportive bonds with one another. Uh, so yeah, I can, it, it, the groups themselves that are created um, will really be defined as we continue to build out where the needs are. And I'll also say that this is um, this is a national program. We are launching it here in, in the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, but it, as it is a lot of internet-based services and, 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 and our platform will be uh, internet-based. Uh, so this will be available for, for anyone in the US. And then we have big ideas about um, other countries, but first things first, uh, let's get this stood up here in the States and, and do a, a great job and really help people and, and, and get this thing sorted out. And then we can, uh, look beyond our borders. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you. I am uh, somebody who loves ideas and I love community more than ideas. And it's been an interesting thing. I'm, I'm listening to this book bowling alone. That's now come on a long time ago. And it just talks about how we used to be more community oriented and now we're less so <laughs> and that's not good so making community you know the term is probably accessible and you talk about how men are underserved well yes that's true but men i think just for whatever reason are not as active reaching out and looking for this kind of thing than 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 women are they're probably more proactive about caring for themselves and meeting their needs proactively. Um, so definitely a need. Yeah. And to your point, our, as we get older in life, what happens is there's a term called our weak networks start to diminish and whittle down as we maybe leave our the workforce or leave the communities in which we raised our kids, where we seem to know everybody and all our neighbors and all the sorts of things like that. You've got your core network, but your weaker network starts to diminish, and that becomes a problem. And what's a real problem in the U.S. is loneliness, and the data is not a good news story. As we get older, uh, loneliness becomes a, an epidemic in a way, and uh, hopefully what we're building here can help with that. Uh, it's not the 
the panacea and the fix-all, but hopefully it can play one role in, in helping bring people together and create a greater sense of community as we get older in life. Um, but it is it is something I think here in the U.S. we really need to, to look at and examine. And there's a, a great Netflix series, actually a book on it called The Blue Zones, uh, which was really enlightening. But uh, I have not read the book, full disclosure. I did enjoy, thoroughly enjoy the Netflix uh, docuseries. I think it's four episodes. And community just plays such a key role in these blue zones where there's a higher degree of uh, centigenarians than other parts of the world. So they examine what leads to that longevity and they and community just it it just it's everywhere it it's just screaming at you in, in the examples they show in that um in that uh, Netflix series. Yeah. So I I also really like and, and think it's smart how you broke it out to there's really practical things. I I think that's maybe uh, maybe an appropriate term about navigating transition and change because when that happens then we're looking for it's sort of an event driven thing. Um, in reimagining work, there's so many of us that don't like our work or really hate it. But then the idea of fun, like somebody asked me a couple of years ago, like, what do you do for fun? I'm like, oh, I don't know that there's that many things I actually do just for joy or for fun. I enjoy everything that I do, but what do I really do for fun? So I think that, that I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And we want to have fun. I want to have fun. I want to have fun working. I want to have fun in life. And and the personal tra- when you look at the category conventions in the personal growth and transformation space, I don't think it's littered with fun. I think it's deeply intensive, can be daunting, can be emotional. I don't think a lot of people characterize it as fun. And so we want to bring fun to it and 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 really differentiate ourselves from what's available in the marketplace for people that that, that might be more appropriate and interesting for them to have that experience than something deeply intention, uh, intensive and and emotional, maybe it's working one-on-one with a therapist or a coach or something along those lines. I love it. Well, Adrian, thank you so much for coming back on. Congratulations on, on the evolution and the iteration. Where can people learn more? Yeah. Well, it's fun. <laughs> More. That's it. That's the name of our business is more M O R E. And our website is we are more.io. We are more.io. And we believe that we are more. We as people are and individuals are more. We together collectively are more. So uh, please come check us out. Reach out. I personally would love to hear from you if you're interested in what we can do to help. And uh, George, thank you so much for letting me come on the show and, and sharing what we're up to. Yeah, 100%. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Adrian your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to wearemore.io and check out everything that we've been talking about today and see what makes sense for you to get involved with. Thanks again, Adrian. Thanks, George. Until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.